0: When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a
1: Today's message, Giants, Grasshoppers, and God. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. The
0: 13th chapter and the 33rd verse. Numbers 13 and 33. Numbers 13 and 33, the Bible says, and there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, who come of the giants, and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. Giants, grasshoppers, and God. Israel had been in Egyptian bondage for 400 years. Their lineage was there for 400 years in Egyptian bondage. God had brought them out 400 years to the very day that he said that it would. How many of y'all know we can trust him? Anybody that can keep their word the same day they said it, 400 years later, I think we can trust them. can I get a witness. Moses brought the children of Israel with a mighty outstretched hand out of Egyptian bondage through the pathway of the Red Sea into the wilderness of Kadesh Barnea. It was at Kadesh Barne that the Lord allowed and instructed Moses to get one strong man out of each tribe of the children of Israel, which consisted of twelve tribes. One man per tribe gave Moses twelve men And those 12 men were sent into the promised land. They spent 40 days over there investigating the property, the people, to see where things were. Because they had to bring back to Moses and the children of Israel at Kadesh Barnea a report of that land. However, when Israel came out and crossed the Red Sea under the hand of Moses and with God's leadership, who was to Israel cloud by day and fire by night, had Israel continued to move forward, they would have gotten into the land of promise, the land of Canaan, in approximately 11 days. But because those 12 men had gone, and 10 of them, all 12 of them had come back to Kadesh Barnea, 10 of them had an evil report of the land. Two of them did not. Joshua and Caleb had a splendid report of that land. Only 11 days out of the promised land of Canaan. And then all of a sudden there was a problem. Just like some of God's people are having today. A problem of unbelief. And then they had a giant problem. Not only did they have a problem with unbelief and a giant problem. They had a major problem with self destructive pseudo psychoanalysis. And in the middle of all that confusion, they forgot about God. There are giants in the land today. One of them lived at sixteen hundred. Pennsylvania, Avenue, Washington, the District of Columbia. There's cancer in the land today. There's poverty, sickness, disease, and people are committing suicide. There are a whole lot of giants in the land today. And we as believers, in this dispensation of the time in which we are now living, in order for us to deal with all of the vices of life and the vicissitudes of life and all of the compelling things that come against our faith every day, the best way to deal with a giant is to kill him. You must have killer instinct. If you are going to proceed and go forward in the things of the Lord and not be afraid to live, and not being afraid to call those things which be not as though they were. The children of Israel, ten of them, those spies that spent forty days in the wilderness searching out the promised land, that is. And for every day they spent over there, they came back and it only went to show that they didn't believe God. Now how can you be in the promised land, come back into Kadesh Barnea in the wilderness and tell the folk, we ain't able to go over there. You have to be careful who you listen to. Because folk will shoot your dreams And assassinate your character. These giants had come from the children of Anak. These giants that had lived in the land over there and were present in that land. For the most part was all that they saw. They should have seen some more beautiful things but all they saw over there basically... And what caused their hearts to weaken were the giants. You know about David. You heard about Goliath. You you know that David was a keeper of God's sheep. His daddy's sheep in Bethlehem. And a war was going on. And so one day Jesse, David's daddy, said, You need to take your brother some cheeses. So David went down there, and when he got down there, he heard a voice. Send me a man. That's what the voice said. And it was coming out of Goliath, a giant, a man of color. Philistines were black, Canaanites were black. It does matter because it's in the Bible. And so, at any rate, David's brother says to him, Why are you here? Have you come to make sport of us? Have you come to um, make fun of us? Why are you here? David said, Listen, is there not a cause? And see, we're living in a day right now where people don't have causes, they just go along to get along. People don't have God sent convictions anymore. Some of God's people are doing worse than the heathens out there. Some people have given up on living. Some people have given up because they have been fired or they have been let go. Or they have been made to work like Pharaoh had Israel working for nothing. And by the time you take a look at all this, people are afraid. But God has not given us spirit of fear. But a power, love, and a sound mind. So David wanted to know who is this uncircumcised Philistine that's causing the armies of the Lord to fear? You need to face your fears. A coward dies a thousand times, a brave man, but once. How brave are you? How much tenacity do you have to face? Life and look life in the face and says, "Listen, you already defeated. I will not fear what man shall do unto me because my trust is in the living God." David said, "I fight this Philistine. I ain't got no problem with it." So Saul says, "Come here. Huh? Take this arm and." David said, "No, no, no, no. I, no." I'm going to have to use what God gave me. You're not buy them? I don't care how hard you try to say. You're not Oprah. You're not Bishop Jakes. God want to use you. Because when he saved you, he didn't say buy Bynum. He saved you. I'm here to tell you today that there is a giant killer in you. And too many of God's people are being too nice. They, 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 they're baking pancakes and all that for the giants. And they think by trying to please these problems that they're going to go away. They're not going to go away. They're going to intensify and they're going to start having children on you. David said, I fight them. He said, no, I can't be... Running out there with no sword. Because I haven't even tried these things. I'm, I'm just going to have to use what God gave me. What's that David? I got a rock. And I got a sling shot. You mean to tell me that's good enough? That's good enough. Because what God gave you. It has power to perform. What God wants us to do. Is to trust him for our forward journey. So Goliath was at least almost 10 feet tall. Had a helmet on and he was ready for the battle and all of Israel were afraid except one person, David. David told, in essence he said, listen, I have killed a lion and I have killed a bear. And I did it with my bare hands. And Goliath's going to be just like one of them. So see, when you're facing a giant, remember the victories that God gave you before. Go back in your mind and say, you know, I've seen this before. It may have come in another form, but God brought me through that. He's going to bring me through this. Don't just sit here and look at me. Say something. If he brought me through that, He'll bring me through this. Now why do you think Goliath needed a little man in front of him? And he was almost 10 feet tall. But nevertheless, he had a little man in front of him. And the little man struck out running toward David. And Goliath struck out behind the little man running toward David. And David struck out running toward the little man and running toward Goliath. Uh huh. But what David had been given by the Lord and what David was used to is the gift. Oh, help me, somebody. The gift that was in him. And every one of you is gifted. But you'll never get to it trying to be somebody else. So they struck out. And they were running toward one another. Now I want you to think about the dynamics. Because if God be for us, who then can be against us and be successful? And what problem can stand? Who can stand against the Lord? No one can. And it's the Lord in you that has already given you and me the victory over everything in life. You have to declare that. And you must not become faint-hearted because it seems like you don't have no help on the left or on the right. God is in you; He doesn't have to come to you. He's already in you if you were born again. You already got the victory inside of you. So the little man and Goliath were running toward David. David running toward the little man. David reached in his bag and got a stone out. Didn't even break his stride. Put it in his slingshot and turned it loose. Now think about the dynamics in the physics, in the mathematical equations. Because Goliath is moving. He's a moving target. He has a helmet on his head that has one small little opening in the front of it. And they're running toward David and Goliath. And David already told him, the bird's going to hit your flesh today, Holmes. you dying. Today, Goliath, you're going down. You gotta talk, listen, you gotta learn how to talk to giants. They threatening you. What's threatening your faith right now? Is it a doctor's report? Is it a failed mortgage payment? What is challenging your faith right now? What's telling you what you can't do? How you not gonna be able to make it? There are dynamics that are involved. A moving target. The man is moving and running over over ground that's not necessarily level. So he's up and down. He's moving. But when David turned that rock loose and didn't even break his stride, that rock came into the very small opening of Goliath's helmet and it came right Between his eyes. When David turned that rock, look, see, that rock is Christ. Goliath was one of the first people at a rock concert. The Lord took that rock. See, their rock is not our rock. I wish I had some witnesses up in here rock is Christ that rock that followed them in the wilderness was Christ that rock that Moses stood on was Christ see we can rock and roll at the church we're standing on the rock and our name is on the roll anybody don't want to rock and roll that's right baby But David turned that rock loose and God caught a hold of it. And no matter how Goliath's head was bobbling and reeling, that rock was seared into his forehead right between the little opening on that helmet. See, God does not want us running away in fear from our problems. God does not want us running away hiding, getting all doped up and all junked up thinking that when we wake up, the problem is going to be gone. That problem is not going to go nowhere. And a lot of us got our children and grandchildren living in fear because when we should have killed Goliath a long time ago, we let him live. And see, even today, people are talking about the problem. They, they're not talking about the solution. Jesus is the answer for the whole world today. But it happened so quick like one of those Bruce Lee Kung Fu movies. I remember mean, one time for those of you that don't know Bruce Lee he was a Chinaman and he was, a, he was one bad dude. He was into karate and he was in a room with some fellas that was threatening his life. And I think it was two of them and one of Bruce Lee. The first thing he did. Was jump straight up in the middle of the room. An eight foot ceiling. And just knocked the light bulb out. <laughs> With his feet. And the fellas in the room. Was in more trouble. Than they realized. Fear will make you hurt yourself. The Bible says that the wicked flees when no one is in pursuit. Too many of us are running away from problems. And they are stalking us. And they are following us. And some of us are afraid to make a confession because we don't see it. So we don't say nothing. You got to talk to a giant because he's showing sure enough talking to you. I'll take your daughter and put her on the street. That's what he said. I'll put your son on drugs. The son of your heart. That's what he's talking about. So what, what are you going to say? The Lord said, don't come over here crying to me. Nah, that's a hard word right there. Don't come crying to me. You speak... To your mountain. Because God has done everything about Goliath, about Satan, that he's going to do. The rest of this is up to you. Somebody tell the Lord thank you. you, So David killed Goliath that day. That's what you do with your giants. You kill the giants with the sword of the spirit, which is the word of the Lord. Poverty, sickness, and spiritual disease is a giant. And we have to kill it. We have to kill that giant. And before Goliath was able to get his sword, and I'm talking to you out of 1 Samuel chapter 17, by the way, but before he was able to get his sword out of his sheath, Goliath had already fallen dead with that rock on his mind. David ran and jumped up on Goliath. He pulled his helmet off. He took Goliath's own sword because there was no sword in David's hand. And David cut Goliath's head off and grabbed him by the hair and held his head up just like that. That's what you do to a giant. You tell that giant, you have no power over me. You have no authority. You cannot dominate my life. I'm not going to live in fear because I got power, love, love, And a sound mind. And you know what David did? David, when he picked Goliath's head up, he had the big head. He had the head of the family. David was heading that thing up. And you know what he did? He took Goliath's sword and shield and put it in his tent. You say, why? This is what the Lord is saying to us today. You need to signify your victories. You don't need to be forgetting your victories when you're facing a trial. If he did it before, he'll do it again. Too many people talking about, the Lord did now the Lord through you did it. Quit xing yourself out of the equation. you're the one that Christ died for, and He did not die. For any of us to live a defeated life. You got to remember where the Lord brought you from and what he has done for you already. So David put Goliath's armor in his tent. So every morning he woke up, he remembered that God gave me the victory. That's what we need to do. We need to remember, God has given me the victory. And this victory is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Remember your past victories, where he brought you from. Remember when your feet were almost gone, but the Lord was your state. Now there was a man there by the name of Caleb who had come back with the spies that had gone over into the land of Canaan. This is where we start stepping down with scripture so we can understand that in a generation like this, we must not ally ourselves with these unbelievers. Because God has a purpose and God has a plan For our lives, those of us that are in Christ, and it ain't to go back into the world and start hanging. And I was reading this morning about how the Lord dealt with the elders in those days. And elders, we may look upon them as the more mature ones in the congregation, or the deacons, or uh, those that are up in the things of the Lord, that are growing and moving on in the things of the Lord.
1: Today's message, Giants, Grasshoppers, and God, FC2737, FC2737, is now available on CD for only $10, and it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885, or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, seven eleven nineteen.
0: Now the question is, will I do as will as is? There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time Because tomorrow is not promised So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ And thou shalt be saved in your house For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus Shall be saved Jesus said come The Father says come The Holy Spirit says come And I say come you need to come now now, the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. The trouble all over the world. I'm telling every man. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the questions are... Will I... Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, seven eleven nineteen. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, seven eleven nineteen. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible...